ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you Season 1, Episode 3, Die Motherfucking Die. Welcome everyone to episode number three of the Juggalo Rewind podcast, your favorite Juggalo podcast, or one of your favorites, I don't know, there's a couple out there, so hopefully we're in your your top eight, is that, that uh, dating us, top eight reference? Anyways. <laughs> well, I didn't catch that MySpace reference. Yeah, he was, Chris is drunk and not paying attention. <laughs> My name is Peter, that's Chris, we're talking Juggalo nonsense. Yeah. As you know. Season one of the Juggalo Rewind is talking Twisted, Most Tasteless, one of the classic albums in psychopathic slash twisted slash, dare I say, Detroit hip-hop history. Oh, yeah. I think it crosses over, maybe. That's right up there. We gotta, we gotta discuss that in a future, future time. Just as a reminder, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, talk to us, talk to each other, or just bullshit and complain like most people do on social media <laughs> you can fi- <laughs> you can find us on twitter and instagram at juggalo rwd that's short for juggalo rewind you can also email us at juggalo rwd at gmail.com you can find us on facebook search juggalo rewind you can also find us on our very fancy and new and updated website JuggaloRewind.com. That one you spell out. That one's not abbreviated. Yeah, we figured, you know, make that look nice. But all the other ones we've got to shorten up. RWD for those. Full Rewind for the World Wide Web. It's a very powerful tool. We're going to do that review one coming up soon, right, Esham? www.com. Do you make that reference in every episode that we do? (laughs) I've only done it twice. (laughs) We've only had three episodes. (laughs) We've had four. (sighs) <sighs> this is what I have to deal with, everybody. This is why we can only do these once a week. Because I just got to get Esham in the rotation eventually here, so I got to I gotta plant the seeds early. We have lots to go forth with. <laughs> if you would like to put in a request for what CD we do... CD, keep calling CDs talking about. <laughs> what we do, which album we... References you keep ...do up. this with, uh, <laughs> feel free to drop us an email or a Instagram or a tweet or a tout or a... Uh, uh, what's the other one that you use? Snapchat. Yeah, I don't. Anyone, I don't think anyone. I don't think people use Snapchat anymore. Well, people use the the TikTok. I don't know. You don't use TikTok. Don't use either. Chris's brother is TikTok famous. I don't know if anyone knew that. <laughs> Maybe we'll get him on here. This is before his time. That would be funny. Speaking of, we have no guest this week. We're slacking on the guests. <laughs> We've, we're a couple of weeks in. No one wants to be a guest. But we're thinking if you want to be a guest, again, hit us up on the social media. While we're talking social media, you should use the hashtag. What's the hashtag, Christopher? Most Tasteless Rewind. Correct. On Instagram or Twitter, you know, a little share ski, use that hashtag. Or you go to our uh, Twitter page, uh, post there for the giveaway. Like it, follow us, tag a friend. And then, well, third way to enter, go to uh, apple.com or (laughs) (laughs) apple.com. Go go to Apple Music, rate review. That's your third way to go. Five stars. Five stars. 
Do we give if someone gives us four? Do they get entry? Does that count? They get four fifths of the, uh, <laughs> of the entry. No, of the prize. Oh, he's just saw off part yes. of the vinyl. So the prize for the one lucky winner is a vinyl of the most tasteless twentieth anniversary vinyl. Did I say vinyl twice? I think I did. <laughs> I also almost said twenty by twenty vinyl, and not twentieth anniversary vinyl. So you use the hashtag either on Instagram, you share the what we call the pinned tweet. Is that what we call it in the business? Yes. Or you rate, review, subscribe. And those are three ways to enter. We'll throw them all in a bucket. We'll pull a name out of a hat. We're going to do it old school. We're not going to do the generator online. We're legit going to print it out. Cut them up with scissors, put them in a hat, and pull it out. Yes, I'm I'm going to write them all by hand, <laughs> crumple them into little bitty pieces, put them in. Did you? That, this is a reference I people will get, but Chris won't. Did you ever watch the raffles on? Oh, you're not you're not even on Facebook anymore, are you? You <laughs> no. fucking asshole. So I'm the asshole. You're the one still on Facebook. So you know Vinny, the ICP kid. Yes. So he has these raffles, but he has. All of the people's names, I have to stand up to show this, so let me refix my microphone as I stand up. Did you ever have those, the WWF, like, box? It's like a trunk, but it's got, yeah. like, LOD and Hogan and Warrior. I didn't like. have it, but I know I know what it is, yeah. So he puts, like, all the names in one of those okay. and shakes it up. <laughs> and he has, like, pyrotechnics and fucking oh, wow. smoke and a flag. A steel and, like, egg gimmick. It's not a bad idea. Vinny, if you're out there, A, we want you on the spot. I mean, we got to get Vinny on here to yeah. discuss something. B, the Stranglemania review episode. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> talk about nonsense. B, we want your uh, WWF box. Um, if you want to sell it to us or trade it to or us, let us know. We just put him in charge of the giveaway. Maybe. That's true. He'll crumple them up into little bitty pieces. <laughs> well, this is not how we get through episodes fast. So we need to. Uh, we told you about all the hashtags, all the prizes, all the websites, all the ats, all the Twitters, all the TikToks. So let's get to why you're here. And it's not a guest because we don't have any. We're talking about the third track on Most Tasteless, both on the original and the reissue. So That's we're great. still in line. Number three, die, motherfucker, die. When I spelled it out, I always want to make sure, is it the, the M-U-T-H-A? Is it... Yeah, this, know, I, this is a hard one to remember. The yeah. most tasteless in general was a tough one to spell out, but I always die, motherfucker, uh, die is a tough one. Let me double check as I just punch the microphone with the CD <laughs> case, and it's super dark in the studio, so I can't read. I <laughs> think it's I think it's the same on all of them. I don't think any of them changed. I think it's spelled the same. It is. Producer on this track, uh, once again, Scott Sumner. I think that's going to be the underlying theme of this season is Scott Sumner. He the brings man. the heat. He does. Him and Shane Capone bring the heat. <laughs> Track time, 402. Another, another long another boy. Long boy. Uh, like we said, it's a third track on both versions of Most Tasteless. As we've discussed in the past, Twisted gave ICP a quote-unquote demo tape of tracks that they were either working on or already had or just had an idea for. And this was also on that demo. Which I mean, I don't need to hear anything else. Two for two, I'll sign them. <laughs> well, we're jumping right into it. So that is uh, our last two CDs. I'm sorry, CDs. 
Our last two tracks, uh, last week was Secondhand Smoke, this week Die Motherfucking Die, and they are both on said famous demo tape. Also, this track was played live on the House of Horrors tour when they were opening for ICP in, was that early 1998? I believe they ended their set list with this. I could be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure on that. Yeah, I imagine they didn't switch it up. They probably just consistently played that same... um set so yeah, yeah the, i imagine this was the closer if that's the rumors if i recall this is the closer because i was up front row every <laughs> night watching them or i saw them once or twice and i've just seen it on youtube So that's the, kind of the history of uh, of the song. Now we dive into what we think the song means, which kind of crazy. <laughs> Probably violence and murder. As we get our books, if you know me and Chris, we have our computers and our lyric sheets out here. As we deep dive into what exactly Twisted meant when they said, <laughs> we cracked your head in half. I mean, it wasn't shit funny, but we laughed. This one's pretty straightforward, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's about beating the fuck out of somebody, right? <laughs> and about being whack bitches in Toledo, which I can't say we agree or disagree with. I mean, I got no beef with Toledo. I feel like that's a extension of Michigan. You know, we we own Toledo. We own <laughs> we we claim Toledo. They have everything else. <laughs> I think uh, I got a book and I never read it about the the Great Ohio yeah. Michigan War and. We, <laughs> it's the only bloodless war or whatever. Yeah. They, <laughs> so see. Michigan lost the war, gave up Toledo, and got the UP. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> you're going to have Toledo. And the UP uh, wants no part of Michigan, though. Yeah. Well, so that's, for, that's for another podcast. And t- Toledo wants to be part of Michigan, I think so. Toledo has the Mud Hens. It has Dazit. Tony Paco. Tony Paco. Do you remember Dazit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you remember his rapping, or do you remember him from the White Rapper show on VH1? I remember him rapping. Yeah. He was sweet as fuck. I don't know if I went that far. Oh, man, I love that. Oh, see me at my show. Like they always been down. Like that's it. Come on, I'm serious. Let's do this shit. I'm about to do this shit. Fuck the talking. Because if it's bullshit, y'all can keep walking. I'm only down with those that are really down. So if you ain't, don't even come around. I'm about to do this shit. No, gonna have a, let's get, if anyone out there knows Dazit or Scott Sumner or Vinny the ICP kid, <laughs> send them our way. We want all three of these guys on one episode. I don't know what Dazit's got to talk about on here. Talk about the glass. Maybe he's the maybe he's the one that they had problems with in Toledo. That's highly possible. <laughs> I mean, maybe they were beefing with someone. Like that Paradigm CD where they were in... Oh, now we're coming full circle, where they were chanting for ICP at a dime show, and he said, you know, you guys don't know who's here, you better shut up. Mm, forgot about that. That was a Toledo reference. All right, so we've gotten off on a giant tangent right. here, 10 minutes into this episode, <laughs> that didn't take long. 
lyrics deep dive what are we talking about what are you what are you seeing what are you hearing uh what sticks out when going through these lyrics um i i think the uh the one that's edited on island is the the line that sticks out is the oh man we're jumping right into that so i mean if i'm gonna pick one as the standout that might be it just the whole madrox verse uh the whole burn the white house in business face yeah and uh every cop should be beat like rodney king those two ones i think might stand out maybe it's just because it gets edited in that second round i don't know yeah, so we mentioned that the song is both on the original Most Tasteless and the reissue. When they reissued Most Tasteless, as you've heard in the past from us or from whoever you talk to about Twisted History, they took off some songs, they added some songs, and they also edited some songs. This is one where they edited, specifically in Madrox's verse, they took out, if I recall correctly, uh, we need to burn the White House. They bleeped "burn," mm-hmm. right? Which is weird. Like, I don't know. We can we'll go over this in a second. So they bleeped out "burn." They bleeped out uh, "every cop should be beat like Rodney King." They bleeped out "beat," and then a couple lines later, because the pigs don't get no class, they bleeped out "pigs." We need to burn the White House and piss in his face And every judge should do a minimum of 20 to life If they can dish it, they can take it, tell me that ain't right And every cop should be me like Rodney King Non-stop from the summer till it turn to spring Shove a donut in their mouth and a badge in their ass Because the people don't get no class, they get their big split Like... Yeah, very random. Yeah, well, like, why not in time... To- I-, I assume that they... They want they <laughs> pronouns, pal. <laughs> the artist wants to take out as little as possible to appease whoever is telling them mm-hmm. to do. So, like, yeah, if they just said like, "Oh, do you want us to get out this, you know, take out this whole line, Island or whoever," been like, "Oh, yeah," but I'm sure they like start as small as possible. Like, hey, can we just flip this one word? And it's mm-hmm. like, eh, no, that's a back and forth. So. It's just weird that those lines, like, why not bleep out White House or bleep out Rodney King? Like, why the words burn and beat? I mean, because I guess those are the the violent acts. You want to get rid of that? That's probably what the label is upset about. But, like, I'd like to see who was on Island at this time. Like, what albums came out on Island? Probably something ridiculous. (laughs) Like, like, yeah, why why this, of all things, that made them... Scared, for lack of a better word? Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah. Maybe it's just tied to the ICP... uh, Hollywood fiasco and yeah, they just wanted as as little as possible. And like, oh, this is very uh, this is very edgy and offensive. Let's get rid of these. Yeah, yeah. that that always something that stuck out to me is very strange. Now we debate talking about this, but let's just—I don't know how many episodes we'll talk about it. Maybe we'll just do it here and be done with mm-hmm. it. There is definitely in this song and in other songs uh, some lyrics that don't fly nowadays. And oh yeah, d- twisted. It fully admits this, and I think they don't do them live, but there's definitely words that don't hold up in 2021 as we're recording this. Um, yeah, I think, I think if there's a song to mention it on, this is the song. Because there's one, a, yeah. Is it is blatant? Yeah, there's um, a lot of it, and I mean, they edited other words, so like it, it all comes together, right? Right. Um, I don't know. I we we've had this argument with one of our friends that like was it right back then 
I, it was, I, it, was I, it was it was never it's, it's, right, but in the context of the time, quote unquote, I, ups, acceptable. It, but like, it kind of just happened and uh, wasn't frowned upon. Or, yeah. I, I don't know. It's it's hard to say now. I mean, yeah. Well, we're not. We should preface this like we are not saying it's right, it's wrong. We're not trying to like condemn anyone or make you feel bad for feeling either way. We're just stating the fact that things have been said throughout history, whether it's in music or art or speech, and it's just it may not be right at the time, but it definitely doesn't hold up over time. And this is one that, you know, you can argue the same. Like Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't age well. A handful of a handful of lyrics. Um, yeah, there's not just that word. Not there's, just, there's, yeah, not there's just a couple a other word. words. That are, a, uh, right before the lines we were discussing, when it comes to the White House, has has one that kind of stands out. But again, I th- I think they realize it. I guess moving forward uh, and take care of it themselves as as they went along. But yeah, I guess we could we couldn't discuss this song without at least touching on yeah on that. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird thing because we all definitely listened to this back then and I guess knew and was like, that's probably not right. But like, I don't know. Yeah. it's It kind of, you just kind of listened to it and didn't really think about it. The other argument and we're not agreeing or disagreeing. We're just stating what people argue is that people use language. I don't want to say that they grew up with or that they are used to, um, and the shittier version of that, which I probably slightly disagree with, is that like people get a pass for like who you know or who you grew up mm-hmm. with. Like that's kind of a shitty. I, I, I'm I'm not down with that. But like I think the argument here would be they grew up around it. It was like part of their culture, for lack of a better word. Maybe like in their schools and their families and their whatever. And it was just like normal, for lack of a better word. And they didn't think of it as like oh my God, we're going to be rappers that people all over the world are going to listen to and like they're going to see this as different. It's just second nature to them. That doesn't make it right because fucking it's second nature to, you know, people in the 1800s to like <laughs> do shitty things. Yeah, and yeah. like that doesn't make that right, but it's, I don't know, do you blame the person for growing up in a certain time in a certain place? This is going in a real weird place. I don't even know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, that's a whole other discussion. Uh, a whole deeper discussion than well, I guess what we're doing, but you know we had to touch on it, and yeah, I don't know. I think I think in something that wasn't done in malice in a harmful way at the time, and like you said, maybe it was just something that was like in where you were growing up and who you were with. You were kind of using that, and I, yeah, I I think I don't know. That's something that they would have to say if they yeah. change as they went along, but they're definitely realizing that it was wrong at that time and. As we say, yeah. moving forward, do not do not use it, and that's for the better for sure. Yeah, you moving can't along. can't change the past, on but it. if you recognize your problems and you fix them, yeah. then so be it. Like I, it's funny to use the word malice. Like I, I straight up work with people who use that word in malice. <laughs> yeah, like and there are plenty of people out there. I this was not that doesn't make it less wrong or more no. right. It's just they realized it and they moved past. It. I think yeah, I think it's a moment in time that. That word's a hard one. It's hard to even dissect that. The other two, two which uh, in this context is in a negative light. Now, I, I am... All right. I'll just go back to... 
the the other slangs in there at that time were tossed around freely, and I think a lot of people now realize how harmful and hateful that is right. in this in this time frame. But to say in 1998, 1997, whenever they wrote that, those words were tossed around freely. Right. And that's definitely one that for sure I think everyone realizes, oh, shit, that was horrible to like use those in that context. Right. I think everyone knows that now. But you can't pretend that it wasn't just like in the dialect back then. Right. Um, I think it was uh, Jonah Hill's, you ever see his movie, Mid-90s? Uh, you've talked about it, but I don't think yeah. I've ever seen it. Because when it came out, people were reviewing it and like asking him, should he have not used um, certain slang, homosexual slang? And he said, I can't pretend that didn't happen. We all grew up saying those words. Yeah. So I'm not going to pretend it wasn't said back then growing up. And I think I think that's... And it's something you can't you can't ignore it. It was there. Yeah. It wasn't right. It wasn't you know. The, the, I don't want to say the backlash, but the the counter to that would be, that's a historic not historical, but it's like, a, talking about a place and time. Right. That's you like wanted if, to- that's like if we did a a uh, a movie about the 1860s. That word is going to be used because we're talking about historical, right. but like this wasn't historical. This is like no, but at the w- time, but it was in that time frame. I, I yeah. get that, but yeah. it's like that would be the argument. Is that like, well, they're not talking about something that happened. They're talking <laughs> about literally what they were thinking or feeling. But that, that movie day. was based in this I, time I'm not, frame. I'm not yeah. denying that one. Yeah. I'm just saying. what I find most offensive is uh, the president is prejudiced against you <laughs> and me, and he's taking our half our money and chilling tax free. That's not true. Um. <laughs> Depends what's president we're talking about. <laughs> oh, this, uh, I'm pretty sure that you can listen to this as we record it in 2021 or 20 <laughs> years from now or 200 years from now that more than half the country will hate whatever president is currently in office and they'll be doing a shitty job, some more or less than others. But all of them but one paid their taxes. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. This <laughs> podcast got real crazy on this episode. Yeah, I hope we didn't lose any uh, any listeners. We apologize, but uh, I don't know. These are things that we have to talk about, right? I mean, if we're right. talking about the lyrics, we can't just be like, yo, they're talking about fucking splitting heads and pistol whipping motherfuckers. <laughs> like, if I think we alluded to it in an early episode. Like, certain artists and i'll just say like rock or folk or country Mm -hmm. like tell more stories so we can like clearly read their lyrics and like get from point from a to b Mm -hmm. i think hip-hop a little more especially when you start dipping into like quote-unquote horror core which i i'm not saying that's what twisted is but like they're putting their toes in that right i mean and this is still those like this and the previous track we discussed are still that early House of Crazies vibe where there isn't really a story. It's just kind of like, we're going to say stuff we think sounds cool. I feel yeah, like. like, I don't want to say like shock, but yeah, definitely like horror movie type, like just killing and beating, which is not, I'm not saying it's bad or good. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's harder to dissect a story of like, you know, what did he mean when he said, you know, uh, as I'm looking down his lyrics, I can't even like pick two without not being able to say it. But uh, yeah, it's just a, we have to talk about it or otherwise we would have just been like, well, 
this song was four minutes long, and uh, look at the time, I gotta go. <laughs> so, yeah, this episode may be a little deeper than we wanted to get this early in the season, but I promise we'll get, you know, past this. Which, uh... Something like listening to this album and listening to the song, because I'm not going to lie, I love this song. It, it hits hard. It's something you don't really even think about when you listen to until you kind of like take a step back and look at it and be like, yeah, it doesn't age well in the context of the catalog, I would say for sure. Yeah. Lyrically, or you think, I know we're skipping ahead, but you mean like all time? Like, are you... Uh, maybe that's not a fair question. That's not what you're talking about. We'll we'll get no. Back just to that. when you just when you take a step back and just dissect it, looking at the lyrics without the music, without the nostalgia, without just you know living in that moment. Yeah, there's there's definitely things in this that don't age well, and that you could look back and be like, this probably isn't one you'd want to like, I don't know, put at the top because of certain things. Right. Yeah. Well, we can talk about that at the end when we tie everything <laughs> together. So we talked about it being uh, one of their original live songs. It was on the demo. Um, we think, as we've talked about in the past, and we will continue to talk about throughout the season, we believe this to be an HOK song, whether written or partially written, or at some point this has some kind of tie to pre-twisted mm-hmm. HOK era. That'll come up again in the future. Man, any... <laughs> Did we really talk about, are there any lines that, like, stick out as the uh, long-term, you know, historical slash juggalo culture? Wow, that's that's the one. That's the line. That's on the, the T-shirt. That's on... Oh, uh, just for live, when the whole crowd yells, we the shit back at them, That's that sticks out. That's a good one. Like, I, I wouldn't have thought that, but that's, that's not bad. I don't know. For me, I don't know if there's really, like, a... Any other ones that kind of stick out as historical or, or memorable? Uh, just the the word wig splits. I mean, I feel like that's something that's when been, he, yeah, been referenced in over and over again. Yeah, I don't know. But no, no, there's no line like there's no line like you look back like oh man that was a hot line. Yeah, no, definitely none of those that stand out. I would say. I would agree. Let's just dip into other versions or where else we found this song. So as we said, it's on uh, the original and the reissue of Most Tasteless. You're also, uh, well, the reissue, as we said, was edited for Madrox's verse for a couple songs. Uh, This is also uh, a version of it. It's found on DJ Clay's Let It Bleed Volume 1, where it's two verses from ROC who is the third member of HOK. We're not going to get into their falling out slash getting back together, but they were always friends. You know, that I think we've gathered that over time. We're going to give them a quick shout out here, but if you listen to Fresh is the Word podcast by our boy uh, Kelly K. Fresh, then he has, God, it has to be like two years ago now, mm-hmm. he had a really good interview with ROC. So maybe we'll put the link up to that in our, uh, what do you call it, on the website or in the little message boys. Yeah, (laughs) show notes, that's the word we're looking for. And he goes into, you know, the the breakup of of HOK and how they were always friends, but then they they came back together and now he's uh, part of Magic Ninja. So, But at this point, 
God, I don't even know what year that was. That's not off the top of my head. But DJ Clay had a couple mixtapes, and ROC had two verses that I dig it. Go, I dig it. Go off this, of it. this beat. Shit. My notion is open to all tactics, razor cuts, plus tennis records up your packets, and that static you hear is the crew ready to stomp you like a bitch. If you ain't heard, do we sit with this crowbar ready to go dark? Cause I came so far to do it, and I won't let shit ruin my chance. You motherfuckers get ready to chant. Holla at them, dog. Yeah, it's real cool. Like, could you we'll talk about this with a future song i don't know if you could like take his verse and like plug it in right in between these but as a standalone i i think it's sweet i mean if the rumor is that this was one of his songs originally like are those lyrics the original lyrics <sighs> i don't have those lyrics in front of me i i don't like recall it's hard you know it's all speculation but yeah that's the, something to be curious to find out. The quality makes it sound like it was recorded way, you know, more recent. Oh, definitely. But, but like, like what he, were the words? Right. I don't know. I, I, here's a question. So even if there's a rapper who, who writes something, 15, 20 years later, are they comfortable like, hey, I'm going to like record that? Or are they so like perfectionist that they're like, you know what? That I'm different now. Like that doesn't sound right. I'd rather do it this mm-hmm. way. Like maybe the skeleton was there, but maybe he changed it up. I don't know. That's a good question. Me got Kanye out here recording an album every week, doing release parties, and uh, he's done that for the past couple uh, albums where he gets it all done, then decides I'm going to change it 22 times before he releases. So yeah, I'd imagine he probably did some editing on this. Yeah, if you're looking back on an album. How, how long did you say? 10, 15 years later? Yeah, I mean, if if you're thinking this song was written in like 96, 97, and then that CD had to come out in 10 years later. More like, than that, I think. Early 2010? No. Because, uh, no, I don't think so. Because I feel like I remember listening to at least the second or third version when I'm at my current job, and that would have been in like 08, uh, 09. 2008. So. See, I knew that. Yeah, I mean, a decade, though. Yeah, no, I, I would think... Decade plus. No, that's a good question. I, I'm curious if that's all new. I, I'd venture to guess it's newer and not Yeah, it old, feels that way. Just something I wanted to yeah, touch on. I agree. Um, and then also, this song found its way onto the Back to the 80s remix. Now this is the remix. <laughs> uh, they remixed Die Motherfucker Die with David Bowie's Let's Dance. No other represent this effervescent knowledge for twisted education. I got the lesson, bloody textbook. Kill the next motherfucker that looking, always shaking, never shook. Yeah, get your wigs lit, bitch, and we out. Get your wigs lit, bitch, and we out. Get your wigs lit, bitch, and we out. Motherfucker, what we talking about? Interesting. Love it. I dig it. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm, like I've said in past episodes, and I'll say in future episodes, I'm all in on the back to the '80s or you know wacky remixes. So I love me some David Boyce. That one fits good. And then that's the only place that that was found. You can find that on YouTube and everywhere. But if you're one of the lucky ones to have the CD from Astronomicon, 
consider yourselves a lucky person. <laughs> I was at the event and I did not get one, and I had to pay someone money to purchase said oh, CD. Oh, so you actually own it in your collection. I huh? do. It didn't burn correctly on my computer, <laughs> as we found out before we uh, started this episode, but I do own it. I believe it's sitting in my desk at work <laughs> because I have things mailed to me at my office so that my wife doesn't know that I'm buying <laughs> Juggalo CDs and wrestling figures uh, because she works from home and she would see them before I do. See, so. mine's opposite. I work from home, so I get to get the packages in before I... Because uh... you don't work. <laughs> That's not working. That's whatever. I'm done. I'm so tired. <laughs> I work for a living, goddammit, it. And you just sit home and play with the dog. <laughs> one thing we uh, also try to mention on these tracks, and this one is a great one. Uh, when we notice a sample, obviously in hip hop, it's hard to pick out if you don't know what you're looking for. Or it's not totally obvious. But this one... I didn't know. I think Chris just found online, and then we dug into it, and it was fucking ridiculous. Oh, it's so good. I don't even know. Like, uh, is this a band? Is this like a... a <laughs> yeah, this is something we, we need to uh, touch on, you know, follow up on here, because this is such a great song, and the <laughs> album is ridiculous looking. So the sample is Spooky Boogie by Gentle Giant, and I couldn't tell you if this is like a real band do they like play live is this just like a, one of those spooky cds that you play in the background of a halloween party but it's it's iconic when you're a twisted fan and you hear that and you're like oh shit yeah that's i, I hear it i understand where that comes from Gentle Giant was a prog rock band in the 70s and 80s. Should we know them? From London. Yeah. I'm yawning. <laughs> Sorry, Gentle Giant. Sorry I'm yawning over no, talking about No, I, I don't think they're... I don't think they have any big singles. But now I want to listen to them because that that sample is awesome. And yeah. it sound, even sounds even better on their version. <laughs> yeah, why'd they fuck with that? They should have just used I mean, it exactly. It's, it's a lot more mellow and like old school Halloween sounding on their yeah. their original version. So it makes sense, you know, you had to speed it up and clean it up or whatever, make it more heavy. I like it. I like the original. <laughs> Maybe we'll get a remix where it's just straight up that beat. Be sweet. Maybe we should do that. Maybe that'll be on the Patreon, is us singing <laughs> Twisted songs. Or Spooky Boogie Beats. <laughs> or yeah, just, just play that. <laughs> All right, so... We've kind of gone through everything that I think we can go through on this episode. We got a little deeper than we intended, but that's what we do here on The Rewind, as we call it. Wrapping up, where do you put this song on the CD, on Most Tasteless? On Most Tasteless? I still put it in the, the top end. Upper echelon? Yeah. I'd probably agree. If anything, for nostalgia and beat, right? Shout out to Spooky Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for Spooky Boogie alone, this this one gets it gets some love. 
I mean, live, it's, I think it's a very good live track. Yeah, right? and this one still is in rotation, I feel like, live. I think so. I feel like the last set list I looked at, I may not have seen it, but I only looked at like one or two. Yeah, I don't so. think there's many from this era now because we're old-ass men. But when they do pull out a classic, this one I feel like does get thrown yeah. in there. Twisted History. Like, all time, you're making your, your mixtape. Yeah, it makes if you gotta you know make a CD of CD, you got me saying it now. Well, I'm I'm saying <laughs> you're making a CD of. Remember when you can only put 72 minutes yeah. on a CDR? If you like, have to burn if you have to burn a friend a uh, mixtape like hey get into this band. I think this still makes the cut on on it. All um, shittiness aside, yeah, all all things that didn't age well and you know in modern era don't you know really hold hold still. Uh, I think you can look past that and listen to this song and be like, this is a sweet-ass song. It still hits it. It's yeah. hard. N- that not being the case, I don't know if I would put this in my top, like my tippy-top Twisted. But I also, as much as I like the old Twisted, I like a lot of the new Twisted, too. And I know you may not, you know. That's a, that would be hard, because there's a lot. When you yeah. look at their catalog, I like more of the... More of the rap, more of the horror sounding stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of the uh, rock, metal ish stuff doesn't really hit for me. So, yeah, maybe I'm saying it just because it's something I you know recognize and hit hard, or you know pops in my head easily for them. But I think it still would be a top ten, fifteen track, maybe. Well, if uh, you, the listener, I was going to say the viewer, but <laughs> no one's watching us. If you, the listener, uh, agree or disagree or want to let us know where this falls for you, you know, on, on Most Tasteless, do you like it live? Do you not like it live? Do you think it's a top five song of all time for Twisted or do you think it's bottom of the barrel? You let us know. Twitter and Instagram at Juggalo RWD. Facebook, Juggalo Rewind. Juggalo Rewind. Dot com shoot us an email juggalo rwd at gmail.com our emails are always open you can uh, google chat with us if you see <laughs> us on there you can invite us to your live stream you can what else do you do on google google docs <laughs> you can do microsoft team meetings which we try to do at work and no one uses so do whatever you want with any of that information and you will find christopher and myself on there you won't see our personal stuff because we hide that but when we want to do some jug nonsense we're going to jump on here and let you know what's going on you have anything else for us on uh die motherfucker die spooky boogie man spooky <laughs> boogie look look that uh look up that gentle giant album because i know i am yeah we're gonna be uh looking up that and buying the vinyl here real <laughs> quick we should also mention that uh purely speculation at this point but there's a ghetto boys song right that came around right at the same time right what's what's the name of that one uh still from the album resurrection and april 2nd 1996 we looked at the date there oh like you just knew it right off the top of yeah your head. no we just looked it up because we were discussing <laughs> it but and uh it's very similar in the hook right i mean there's a little bit of a, a change but it's I, I, we're not saying one stole from the other or sampled from the other, but I mean, obviously the Ghetto Boys came first, but it's... Yeah, I mean, I I would have to imagine they heard that 
and made this song off of. It's not like they stole it. It's just kind of yeah, like just... influenced them, maybe. I don't, who knows? They both, might have both had it at the same time, but definitely both songs are hard as hell. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so, that, that whole Ghetto Boys album is real good. <laughs> yeah, we just do, we don't want to uh, miss out on, on speaking about that because... You know, we don't want a full episode at the end of the season talking about stuff that we forgot. We've right. Already missed stuff from earlier episodes, and we want to make sure that we include that in here. So, uh, check out the Ghetto Boys if you haven't already. What's the name which, of that song? I already forgot. That's uh, still off that album. Which that album has, I think, at least two um, beats that they took and put on Psychopathic Riders. Uh, oh, really? Which one was it? The second one is uh, Riding Dirty, right? I don't know. I'm an old-ass man. I can't remember. <laughs> the The second Riders album has two, if not three, beats off that Resurrection album, because that album is real good. I may have to check that out. I don't know if I'm super oh, yeah. familiar with it. All right, so we've given everyone a lot of homework here. Um, if you've learned anything from this episode... You can learn that uh, the Ghetto Boys uh, go hard <laughs> and that uh, Gentle Giant is real sweet and that there's an ROC verse to the song that maybe you didn't know. And it's, it's good. We, you listen. we should probably put the ROC verse over the David Bowie song. Oh, man. We'll just start mixing <laughs> a, everything. There's together. a good remix. Then the cover will be that spooky boogie. And then we'll the, just put the Ghetto Boys lyrics over <laughs> the beat. <laughs> we can just make a whole new CD from this. Chris is going to sing all of this uh, <laughs> in our Patreon. Just follow us later in the year. Give us $5, and then um, you get to hear that. Can't wait. I'm ready to sing. All right. We need to go before Chris starts singing more. I'm going to take away his <laughs> microphone. I'm turning that down right now. We are good for now. Thank you for listening to the Juggalo Rewind episode three of season of Most Tasteless. Talking about die, motherfucker, die. We will talk to you next week on the next episode. Thank you very much. See you later. All music played in this episode and in this entire season is owned by the respective publishers and copyright holders and is reproduced for review purposes only under fair use. Season 1 of The Juggalo Rewind Most Tasteless has been produced and distributed with full permission from Magic Ninja Entertainment. Thank you to George, Mike, Dustin, and Twisted and everyone at Magic Ninja for allowing us to do this podcast for you.